Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. Welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast. And today we have a very phenomenal conversation. And, you know, this is, this is going to be a unique special guest of ours because I signed up recently for a women's conference and this is where I met Deanna Singh. But Deanna Singh was the person on stage, right? She was the one that was the chief change agent that brought hundreds of people into the room to listen to her message. And it was captivating. And so I said, you know what, afterwards, you are somebody, Deanna, that I need to know, and I would love to share and learn more about. And so I asked Deanna to be a special guest on our on our podcast. And so that's what this is all about. So Deanna, thank you for being part of this today. So welcome. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here with you and to have this conversation with your amazing audience. All right. So who is Deanna Singh? Well, Deanna is the chief change agent and she's the founder of The Flying Elephant. She's highly respected as a thought leader. She has spent almost 20 years researching, designing and building asset-based solutions to complex social changes. And you're going to understand more about that when we dig in today. She travels the world inspiring and educating audiences. And so there's, you know, there's so much. I'm going to actually turn it over to Deanna to share because there's just an amazing amount of things that you are doing in the world for others. And I'm going to just lead in with that, Deanna. How would you like to kind of position where you want to take this conversation today? Sure. So first of all, thanks again for for having me. You know, I am doing a lot of different things and they all really fall under kind of two big, I think, guiding principles. The, the first is the kind of business that I'm operating. So Flying Elephant is an umbrella organization for three social enterprises. And the three enterprises that, that we run underneath the company are pretty different. So the first one is that I do coaching and consulting for people who want to go into the social enterprise space or businesses that are looking to add a, a line item you know, onto the work that they're currently doing that really is in social enterprise. And then the second, and just to define really quick what social enterprise is, that's organizations that are started and companies that are started to try and solve for one of our big social issues. So the second company that I run is a children's book imprint. And in that in that book imprint, what we're trying to do is really change the narrative around what's happening with children of color. Right now, children of color make up more than 50% of our school-age children, but less than 14% of books actually feature them. And so in that company, we're really about trying to change the narrative and create more access. And we've released a number of books that have positive images of, of children of color and positive messages. And the third company is that it's called Birth Coach Milwaukee. Milwaukee is where I'm from. And I am a certified doula. And I have a, a couple of other wonderful, amazing doulas who are part of this company. And what we do is we have a one-to-one model. So for every woman who can, uh, and a doula is somebody who provides birth and labor coaching. So for every one person who 
who can afford our services at full cost, we're then able to provide services to women who otherwise could not afford them. And we do that because the research shows that you can eliminate disparities in birth outcomes really almost by like 100% when you introduce a doula or a midwife. And so we're trying to make that something that's not just a luxury that, that women can get uh, when they are ready to have a child, but something that really can be a service that's offered to all. So those are all three big things. And I, at the beginning, said that there's two things they fall under. Well, one is the kind of what kind of businesses they are. They're all social enterprises. But the second thing is that they all fall within this grand purpose that I think is on on my life and really is what guides our, our company. And that is we're trying to shift power to marginalized communities. Wow. I mean, right there. And, and, that, and you know, <laughs> that was really captivating when I was a guest in the audience listening to that. So, I mean, so say it again. So you shift power. Shift power to marginalized communities. So our whole focus is on what does it look like if we had more equity in power across all kinds of industries, you know, just across geography, across racial, uh, racial and ethnic backgrounds? What does it look like in gender backgrounds? What does it look like if we have equity in power? Imagine no divide, right? I no mean, divide. just imagine what we would accomplish <laughs> if if the world seriously could come together and just show up. Yes, the power because there's so much energy in so much in yeah in what's not going right and um, keeping in our own space. That if we were to join forces and bring all that energy together, just imagine what would happen. Okay, so Deanna, we hear this from you, but there's got to be more to it. Like, what's the true (laughs) background? And we know, I mean, like, so, you know, you're running like three very powerful brands. We know that you're really focused on that social enterprise and you're working through marginalized communities. But why? Why is that? I think when I think about what the world could be, right, when I think about the potential that we have as human beings, I think that that potential gets released when people feel like they can be their full selves, when people feel like they can show up and they can really work in the space that brings them the most joy, that brings them the most passion, where they are individualized, individually purposed. And so what that means is that we have to be able to create those access points and we have to make sure that when people see where they want to be and where they want to go, that they have the ability to navigate to that space. And so the reason why I do this is because I am so committed to seeing other people thrive. I I think that there is nothing more exciting than watching somebody be where they're supposed to be and doing what they're supposed to be doing. But we don't get there. and we do, That doesn't ha- just happen. That's something that we have to all be committed to. And so that's where this power dynamic, why I'm so focused on this power dynamic, because I think it is literally the thing that allows us to get there faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I agree. And, you know, the thing that I found really powerful was how you offered um, with your workshop, right? It was, I believe, three hours we got to spend with you. And, you you know, you really dissected the purpose and then you go into curiosity and then you talk about courage and resiliency also along with initiative. I mean, can you help us break those down? I know we don't have quite that much time, (laughs) but, you know, I mean, those are some pretty tall pillars. Can you give us some insight into those? 
Sure. You know, so the book Purposeful Hustle, really the way that it's structured is there's two sections to it. And the first section is all about purpose. How do you define purpose? What do you do once you've defined your purpose? How do you put it into action? How do you test it? Who do you share it with? It it really just goes into this larger concept of purpose. And for me, that is all about the why. Why are you feeling this way? Why do you commit your time to this? Why do you commit your resources and your talents to this area? And I think it's critical for us to have that deep understanding. But the second component of the book and the second half of the book is all about hustle. So if you know your why, the next you know, logical question is, well, how? How do you take that why and how do you apply it in your life? How do you actually show up and make sure that that why is, is shining through? And that is in the how and that is in the hustle. And what I found was over the last you know, two decades where I've been coaching people and helping them live in their purpose is that there's some places that we get stuck. You know, we get stuck because we're afraid. We get stuck because we don't know where to start. We get stuck because we don't think we have enough money. We get stuck because we are sure we're going to fail or we do fail. And so those pillars really came in response to all of the places where I saw people getting stuck and where I've gotten stuck in my own journey too. So I could personally appreciate those challenges. And those, those pillars really came from, well, if you can practice these things and if you can shore up your skill in these, in these four areas and courage, curiosity, resiliency, and initiative, then you can put yourself and position yourself to be able to do the purpose that's been placed on your life. So are they tall? Are they huge? Are they really uh, overwhelming at times? Yes, Marlo, they are. But they're also things that they're not just words. They're things that you can actually practice. There are tools that can help you get better at those at those four pillars. And that's what I love. I love focusing on with with individuals. Absolutely. Okay. So the purpose is the why and the hustle is the how. Yes. But within those pillars, is there an area though, like when it comes to like curiosity and courage, initiative, is there one, Deanna, that you see people trip up the most? You know, the one that I hear about the most, and I think the one that maybe responds to some of the most common challenges is around the initiative one. Because I will hear people say these three things. Number one, I do not know where to start. Number two, I don't have any time. And number three, I don't have the resources, whether they're financial or the team. I just don't have the resources to live within my purpose. So so they'll say, you know, and they'll sound very logical and those are, are reasonable things, you know, in order to do stuff, we do need money and we do need time and we do need resources. But what I like to, to, to share with people are some techniques that helps you get past those initial hurdles because they sound so reasonable and because we hear them so often and because uh, they're respectable. Those are respectable reasons not, you know, not to move forward. We often, we often let that be the end. Like we let that become a period as opposed to a comma. And so I really love when I get to focus with groups and with individuals about those three things, because there are some really small things you could do to jump over those hurdles. You know, you don't have enough time. Okay, I get it. But could you carve out 15 minutes a day? Right. Right. If, and if you did that, you know how much power is in just doing that little thing and having that kind of intention? It's amazing. 
Well, and it can remove the excuse-itis that can happen yes. in that space. And so it's like, you know what? Okay, so, you know, chunking it down. And so so when you really put them to the fire of like, is this really an excuse or is it really truly a lack of resources? Let's try 15 minutes a day and let's see if that moves the needle. And if it does, just imagine. Just imagine. And I cannot tell you how powerful, even just that example, the 15 minutes a day is one of my most downloaded, you know, free webinars. And I get so excited because I would say a couple times a week, somebody will send me a note on social media or email me or something. And they'll say, Deanna, I've been doing the 15 minutes for 10 days, for 20 days, for 30 days. And then the, the next comment is, and I've accomplished more in that 15 minutes of time for this 10, 15, you know, 30 days than I have over the course of the last year, the last two years, the last five years in trying to achieve my big dream. So there's so much power in such a, such a simple, simple trick. It is. And, and like when, as, like I said, I was a steward and I sat in your class and I was learning because <laughs> that's like, you know, we're, we're learners every day. Right. But, you know, you, you pose the question, how do you make sure that you have at least 15 minutes? And, you, you know, when I look back at my notes and my workbook, I mean, you schedule it, right? You got to have healthy boundaries. You have to put yourself first and know that you matter. And I think right there, you know, that helps you understand and give you the initiative to, to do what it takes and to build oh. into it. Definitely. I mean, you're giving yourself permission then to, to have some time to play with your dreams. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So people, they're listening to this episode and it's resonating. I know it does. So let's step into this question because, you know, I think everybody loves to hear it, right? It's that confronting failure, that story of resiliency. <laughs> Deanna, have you ever found yourself, you know, doing what you've done and the immense experiences that you've had? Have you had to battle and be resilient? Absolutely. This is one of the skills that I think if you are going to live in your purpose and you're really going to pursue something that's a big dream, it's a skill you have to get really good at it because I will guarantee you that you are going to fail. Guarantee you. It's not a maybe. It's not a, you know, if the, it's a guarantee, there will be some failure along the way. And your ability to be successful, I say this to young people all the time, the, the difference between somebody who has a dream and is successful and somebody who has a dream and isn't, a lot of times just has to do with how you're able to handle failure. You know, is it going to be so bad that you're, and you're not going to be able to, that you're not going to be able to get back up again. So in order to do that, because we're all going to fail in order to do that, you have to almost practice failing. Um, and this is really hard for me because I like to win. Woo, do I like to win? And so for me, this idea of practicing failure was something that I had to practice. It's something I had to, to come up with some tools with. It's something that I'm constantly trying to struggle with and constantly trying to get better at. And you can hear, and there's just, there's so much to it. I thought you were really relatable, Deanna, as you shared the stories of your own experiences. I mean, I thought, I remember you talking about loading up, going to college and the story of your grandmother, right? <laughs> I mean, it sure. was just very resonating. And I think, you know, it, it, it really matters. So if you could give a word of advice to somebody who's listening to this podcast, maybe they're an independent, a small business owner, maybe they're, you know, needing to plug in or get recharged. Do you have any practical advice, Deanna, that you would love to support them with right now? I would love to tell them to give themselves the gift of reflection. 
Now, I talk about this in the book quite a bit. I used to think like, whoa, you know, taking a day off to reflect or doing all of that, that just sounds like a a luxury. That just sounds like something, oh, you know, when I get a little bit more settled, when when the revenue looks a little bit better, when the company is at this point, just all these different things, right? That's when I'll give myself a day to do that kind of reflection. And I really had to, to stop thinking that way. And I had to say, no, this is something that's not only good for me and good for my family and good for my self-care, but it's also really good for the businesses that I'm running to make sure that I am scheduling in time to do nothing other than reflect. Reflect on where I've been, where I want to go, what I've learned, what I need to learn, and do that. Because otherwise, I actually think it wastes more time. If you don't, uh, you end up having getting on this wheel and you're just turning this idea and they keep coming to you, but they're just coming to you in these little bitty glimpses and you haven't given yourself the time to just sit down and, and decompress. I find that when I do that, so now I schedule at least three days every year that are full days at the end of the year to do a very intense reflection. And then I schedule at least a half day to a full day every quarter to do the same thing. Wow. That's, yeah, that's, and I think, and again, once again, what you've done is you create systems for your own performance and you've really kind of learned how to do that and you become an extension. Then you're passing the torch and you're helping other people do that. And I think that's a catalyst in helping somebody move that needle and and move into achievement. Okay. So how did you come up with the title of your company? (laughs) So this is a funny story. So the company is called Flying Elephant and it starts actually with my husband. Uh, We've been best friends since we were 10 and married uh, for the last 15 years. So we've been together for a very, very long time. Very, I was like close. And on our 10 year anniversary, he gave me a gift. It was an elephant and it was beautiful, but I was, you know, very confused. Like, why did you give me an elephant? And he said, well, to add to your elephant collection. And I said, I don't have an elephant collection. And he said, no, you absolutely have an elephant collection. So he, he grabs my hand and he, we walk through our house and I have an elephant collection, Marlo. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have like four or five elephants in every room in our house from all over the world and didn't ever really realize that I was, I was collecting these elephants. So part of it is a little bit funny. Uh, the other part of it is that I'm African-American and Asian Indian. So there was a nod to both of my cultures. But the reason why it, it stuck and why it became the company name is because I think it embodies what we're trying to do. When I think about the elephant, it's a majestic, beautiful, you know, big, big idea, right? Big, something big that you're just like, or even some of the challenges that we're trying to overcome, they're big. And then the idea is how do we, as a company, give those big ideas wings? How how do we lift them off of the ground and move them from just an idea to intention, right? An idea to impact. That to me is, um, and the tagline for the company is uplifting impact. So that is what we're trying to do. How do we get it off the ground and, and move it forward? Well, you know, and it's interesting as, you know, uh, the owner of her own personal brand, right? I understand how you have taken your full body presence in the world of like all your passions, all of your knowledge, all of your experience, you know, and you've pulled them together and you 
keep it really clear. And that's one thing I really admire about what you've done. You know, you are, you're shifting power to minimize communities and, you know, you're offering these different platforms, working within all of these different individual brands from being, you know, the doulas to social, you know, all of these social enterprises. That right there in itself is some pretty heavy lifting. How do you manage it all, Deanna? Like, how do you, you're clear on what you're doing. You have these really cool umbrellas of business, but how do you manage it all? So this is one of my favorite questions because I have to tell you, this is probably one of those areas where I failed the most, right? Where there were definitely times where I wasn't managing it well and it didn't feel right. And I was feeling like I was getting burnt out. But there's a couple of things that I have learned along the way. And I, I, again, it's like one of those places where you have to be constantly aware of what is going on. But I am doing so much better than I was even, you know, three years ago and in, in managing the space. So there's a couple of things. One is having really clear parameters and expectations and articulating them to the people who are in my support network. So for example, my team knows not to schedule me for more than two nights a week away from my family because I recharge with being, you know, with the, the people I love and I have two young children, an amazing husband that I want to spend time with. So everybody on the team knows. And if there is an occasion where we have to do that, then we make adjustments in other weeks. So my family knows, the team knows, we're all on the same page. So there's having those parameters in place. The other thing is I have given up on the idea of balance. I think it it is a lie. Uh, And so what I really look for is I look for harmony. And what that, that might sound like a, a, you know, a nuance in just words, but it's really much more than that. Because for me, balance is, oh, everything is equal. And I just don't think that that's the way that that life operates. But what I want to know is, are things in harmony? Do I, am I spending enough time in the places that recharge me? Am I giving enough of my time? You know, where, where are things? Are they in harmony? And if they're out of harmony, what do I need to do to pull them back? And just having that frame of mind is really helpful from like a self-care standpoint. It's really helpful from a communication standpoint. And it's just really helpful from a planning standpoint. So that's, uh, I think, another really big thing. And I would say the, the third thing, and these are not in no particular order because they're all pretty much equally important, but another big thing for me is making sure that I have a very strong group of people around me that I can support, but that also are supporting me. And so being able to invest in those relationships that are your mentors, are your friends, are your family, you know, whatever, whatever that means um, to you, just making sure that you are also surrounded with people who are cheering for you and are on your team right? And, and are trying to, trying to help you be successful and that you can be on their team too. Mm, I love it. So, you know, boundaries, expectations, and harmony with team, strong team, just a phenomenal example of, um, you know, what you've been able to accomplish. I mean, you're, you are full body, Deanna, you walk that talk. And I think people see that. And, you know, from what we attend through your workshops, or we see in your book, all of those things really do resonate. Okay, so this is a question, we're kind of getting to the close of our episode. But you talk about joy, passion and purpose. Can you share with us? So I'm going to let you pick actually, what brings you joy, what gives you passion, or what allows for you to have purpose? And I'll let you just kind of dip in. And that's where we're going to kind of pull this together today? So I think for me, all three of those, the answers to all three of those things are the same. I love being able to see people thrive. And we talked about that earlier in the podcast, but there is nothing more rewarding 
than to watch somebody walk in the purpose that was put on their life. And to know that I could have, even if it's like the smallest little thing, right? If it's giving them one little tip or trick or, or, or having one conversation or being able to, to give them one insight or share with them one mistake that I've made along the way that allows for them to get closer to that space, then, then I feel like all of those three things are hit for me, purpose, passion, and joy, all three of them. Uh, it's a, it's out the gate. Is that, I don't make good uh, baseball analogies, but it's, it's over the, it's over the, the fence, right? Like that to <laughs> me is, is like, we, yes. we've got a We've got a home run then. Yes. Well, and you know, and you exude that you love to see people thrive. And I think that's, yeah, it, that's definitely a winning combination. So purposeful hustle, um, direct your life's work towards making a positive impact. That's the book that you wrote. Where else can we find you? Give us, um, how can we connect to your website, social media? How, how do we find Deanna? Sure. So I'm very easy to find, but if you go to my website, deannasing.com, what you'll be able to do there is sign up for our weekly vlog. You'll also be able to just check out some other things that we're offering. So you'll see the books, the children's books, the Purposeful Hustle book. We have another uh, children's book that's actually being launched pretty soon. So you'll see that. Uh, We have a couple of products that are out. One of the ones we're most excited about, we just came out with a couple of weeks ago, is a baby wrap. And we take 100% of the profits from that and put it towards helping uh, subsidize the cost for women who are looking for our doula services. So again, you can kind of get everything if you go to deannasing.com. But if you are on uh, LinkedIn or you're on Twitter or you're on Instagram or Facebook, um, there's also ways to, to stay connected there. But we'd love to hear what people are thinking about, questions that they might have that we didn't get to answer here. Uh, that, that's, that's part of that joy, part of that helping people thrive. So please, please reach out. Absolutely. Okay. So, and you know, right there, you're offering some, some holiday gift ideas. I mean, just as I'm hearing you say that, (laughs) you know, somebody who, you know, has got an upcoming child on the way or, or whatever, you know, somebody in the office and you're looking for the right gift right there. I'm hearing such a valuable piece of moving on and, and you know, an extension of what you can offer. So phenomenal. Thank, Thank you, you. Dan. This has just been just a delight. So to learn more about Deanna Singh, you can also visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can learn where you can purchase these different things, add Deanna to your circle of influence and connect to Deanna's different resources. So once again, thank you. Thank you. This has been great. We invite you to share this podcast with others and thank you in advance for the partnership. If you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, share your biggest takeaway on our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page where we'll engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit marlohiggins.com and click on the work with me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to marlohiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.